Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 134 in Edmonton in Ice District. Rogers Place. The Oilers hit the ice today, a day in which Edmonton put Tyler Benson on waivers. Which to me was a sign, well, I guess they're going to be activating the Esapoli Army. Lo and behold, yeah. turned out, as John Shannon joins us right now, that they're not just uh, activating Poliarvi, they're activating Chris Russell as well, and he's, he's going to play tomorrow. That's a little bit of a surprise to me. Poliarvi is not a surprise. You knew he was coming back in. Uh, our NHL insider is John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy legacy Heating and Cooling. Ken Holland did the show today, 12. How was he? He was good. He, was, he told me he was working the phones, and, you know, he, uh, we did him over the phone. Instead of having him oh, come. he didn't come up? Yeah, well. Lazy bugger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a time that word was not allowed. You couldn't oh, say that word on Now. TV. Now you can say anything. Come on. I mean, look what. Get a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast. Hey, you, this show is podcast. How do you think I'd do if I did my own podcast? How many, how many advertisers do you think I could get on board? Uh, I think we do. <laughs> I think we can do okay with that. Uh I, 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 we would. You're not. Yeah, come on. Don't the radio guys have been good to you? Come on. Yeah, don't, oh don't no, the radio, radio, radio business. Our, our guys at Legacy Heating and Cooling are fantastic. They're right? awesome there dudes. Yes, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, there's. <laughs> well, they're awesome to you. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got Jack voicing two. Uh, he's he's up to five different. Uh, Jack is. Yes. Oh man, how I, many cars is that? Four. I, four cars. Well, and... he you know he drove the Jack Cura for the first uh, eight years that he was here, <laughs> and, and and then the beauty of the situation and he's ended up meeting a, a great guy uh mike norris who's with volvo terrific guy and as you know this is a ford show so i'm in a ford yeah i get the ford truck but uh it it, it was uh, i think jack had to chuckle to himself a bit because cam moon when he came aboard right play by play for the red deer rebels and brent ridge ford who's our ford uh sponsor for the show mm-hmm. Uh, is owned by a gentleman whose son played for the Red Deer Rebels. Oh. So I get a text the day we announce Cam Moon as the uh, as the uh, play-by-play voice. It's going to do uh, when Jack's doing TV. Uh-huh. He's going to do the radio. I get a text from the, the guys at Brentridge, and they're like, "Hey, Bob, let Cam know we got a vehicle for him as well." <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go over well. Well, it's kind of like you know, like you know, hey, it's kind of funny how that all works out once in a while. He's, you know, it's it was just kind of funny. I mean, Jack's got a lot of things going on. He's a popular man. He's, you know, he's a little worried today. It is the big game tonight, right? He's got the son is playing in the in the big game tonight. They got to the, I guess it's the championship tonight out in. In St. Albert, is that where that, uh, oh, is yeah. that where it would be? Yeah, eight forty-five. He won't, he. We asked him to do play-by-play of the game, and he refused. So. Oh, you hear him at the. I've actually. <laughs> and I tell, he told us today he doesn't yell. I says, well, he that, doesn't, is that what he told you? That's what he said. 
Uh, he we might have to have a security check on that later. I, he, he was in my neck of the woods over at the Twilliger Rec Center, so I went in to go see Tyler play. And uh, I don't say a word. When, when Tori used to play uh, indoor yeah. soccer, I'd never say a word. I just, I, I was one of those guys. I, I remember telling my dad, you don't say anything. No. Right? Yeah. I don't want, you don't yell, don't. And, you know, this. My, my daughter used to get mad at me at basketball games because I'd be on the other side of the court yelling at the coach, call a timeout. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever yell at the ref? No, never yelled at ref. Yeah, I, I, referees. Listen, for what they have to put up with on the court or on the ice, they deserve our respect. They don't deserve yeah. the yells. Yeah, a little bit different. I mean, we're going back, you know, forty-five years when 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 I. But I could, I could tell because I re, I was a really aggressive kid yeah. and skated through kids when I hit them, mm-hmm. and um, on more than one occasion, my mother got a little upset hearing stuff that other parents were saying about me. Uh, Usually on the other team, <laughs> but uh, occasionally on my yeah. own team as well. <laughs> the hell is Bob doing? Like, you don't hit when you're penalty killing. You don't run the defenseman. <laughs> so, all right, let's uh, uh, let's get to it. The Edmonton Oilers. So, the news today: Benson on waivers. Do you think he gets claimed? No. Yeah, me neither. I, he's going back to Bakersfield. And yeah, he's got to get playing again. He hasn't been playing much. So he's well, and that's that's the whole thing is you know there there will be a time if this team gets to the playoffs. You never know. The, the black aces need to show up again, and uh, you know, and, and the same thing in the end. I I believe uh, before the the uh, regular season's over, the same thing for Brad Malone. Uh, although yeah. I I will tell you right now, I I be, <laughs> I think Brad Malone has made a bit of an impact here. Now, I don't know if they showed it on the TV. Did you see what happened last night uh, with uh, Broberg and Giovanni Smith? He chirped on him a yes. couple. Yeah, yeah. He, and, and Brad and, Malone went and stuck a stick in between. And Giovanni Smith is a tough kid. Yes, he is. He can. He can. He took on Lucic the other twice day. Twice he's fought him this year. Like, And the Oilers don't have that in their Do they need that in their lineup? Listen, they, they if, if a guy like when Malone was out there, he actually... Uh, becomes a good counterbalance for for Cassian because uh, 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 Zach seemed to have a get a little more energy when Brad was out there but too. Zach can't fight right now. Not right now. Coming no. off a broken yeah, over. you know he I, might not fight this year. I mean, realistically, I, I, you know, you have that sort of injury. Well, the other guy that the other guy that can fight and 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 be aggressive in my mind, and we saw it a little bit last night too, was Evander Kane. Oh yeah, uh, Evander Kane. Can, yeah. it, you know when he. It, I, I know it was only Sam Gagne when he skated over to Sam Gagne at a certain point and said, "Hey, listen, pick on, don't pick on the rookie. There's veteran players out here too." Yeah. Uh, and uh, that, that, that's that's a good message. Evander Kane's a tough guy. Oh yeah. And so I, I in my mind, uh, I would rather have a guy, a top six guy that can score goals and create the perception of toughness like Kane would. Than have somebody farther down the the ladder and and just do that one thing. Cassian is a is a uh, is a good fighter. He's left-handed. He can fight. Yeah. Um, but you're right. But, with but the, right with the, now, with the, right, with the orbital bone thing, that's an issue. He obviously. can't fight right now. Yeah. And, and the problem the owners have is their two toughest guys are Darnell Nurse and Evander Kane, and they're too valuable to be fighting. Right. And I just wonder whether or not there's a play. Like I'd like to get Nicholas Deloria out of Anaheim. I think they're going to end up getting a third. Like, you know, they they could get a third round pick for him, or conversely, they could get a second rounder and send somebody back a fifth or sixth. Like I could see a deal like that get made for Delorier, and you're shaking your head. Well, you, I'm not. I, I if I'm a manager, I'm never giving up a second round pick. I'm I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. This this is a league now in the salary cap era. 
in and in in certain markets where you the best way to to win long term is with your draft picks okay. first and second I can round give picks. you a scenario so Edmonton had they had the obviously and here it needs to be prefaced and said John that we ended up getting a pandemic and it changed the complexion of the sure cap. Sure it did. But they gave up two number twos to get Andreas Athanasiu. Oh, it was a mistake. Right? Yeah, it was a mistake. One number two, okay, maybe. But, I mean, the guy was minus 40 that year. And and, and so you couldn't qualify him because of what happened to the pandemic. That's right. That was bad luck. Now, I say that. I would. You say you wouldn't give up a second-round no. draft choice? Uh, no, as a manager, I'm not. Okay. I'm going to give you a scenario where it's been a home run. The exact same asset were require, uh, required, two number twos, the Colorado Avalanche moved to get Devin Tays. Yeah. <laughs> and that was yeah. when. That was when we knew it was a flat gap. That's right. And they hit, well, and re- they hit the home run in that sure, trip. Sure they did. Sure. And, and you know, you, you have to wonder. Uh, what were the Islanders? Like, did they? Well, like. The, Listen, Seriously, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure the you know we saw Nick Letty play here last night. Um, the Islanders have not recovered on the back end by losing the speed of Levy, uh, Letty and Taves. They haven't. Yeah, yeah. They haven't been the same since. They don't have any any quality puck moving guys back there as much. Noah Dobson's been put in a tough spot. He's done pretty well, but the Islanders have have really their defense has been affected they've, more than anything. They've overpaid fourth line players. They're playing well, Clutterbuck three and a half million bucks. Sezikis, they keep him. Well, that's our that, identity. Well, that, well, then they had to have the money for Barzell too, right? right. They, they, that was, that ended up being the and then what it, you know, and Barry Trotz's system, and Barry Trotz's system. You sit there and you gave up a guy. Right now, Devin Tays might be the best left shot defenseman in the NHL. Playing, but playing in an organization where he's it's perfect, perf- it's perfectly it's suited perfect. for him, which is why the Joss Manchin acquisition there too just makes them even much better. Or as as Daryl Sutter said, anybody that's a wild card in the West is just a, a waste of eight days. <laughs> But you know what, John? Back in 2006, there was a, a smart aleck named Mark Spector that was working on a show called Total Sports with Bob Stoffer. And the Oilers ended up getting into the uh, playoffs, and they got Detroit. And Mark said, Detroit in three. Robin Brownlee and myself were the only guys in Edmonton that took the Oilers. And I had t- I took Dallas, by the way, mm-hmm. in, the, in the 0-3 playoffs when Edmonton played. I said, the Oilers, there's no way Edmonton's beaten Dallas. But... And that series went six. Edmonton played pretty well in that series, but they weren't beating Dallas. But, you know, I... I look- Listen, I said Toronto in three last year. I said Toronto in three. Against Montreal? Yeah. On the show you did? Yeah, I did. I said Toronto in three. I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being out there and, said, and stating the obvious. The Detroit Red Wings, were they won the President's Trophy that year. Oh. They were... And that was Mike Babcock's first year, if memory serves me. Um, they, they were that good. And they were deep, uh, and they had they. There's no way. And the Oilers were playing playoff hockey for two months. Yes, and they got Rolos. Yep. Yeah. Who, by the way, we're going to have on the show tomorrow. Really? Former Another player. old goalie. That's a, actually it's a, uh, Jim Matheson. Uh, deserve credit. The press conference uh, with Mike Smith. If if Craig Anderson and Mike Smith play tomorrow. A forty and thirty nine year old. Yeah. So uh, well, uh, Anderson thinks forty one in. 41 in May. So uh, so 79 years. We, we, we've got the crack research staff working on who are the two oldest goalies ever to play. But Rollison played until he was 42, if memory serves yeah. me. So I have to figure out it, what, what was the oldest ever 
head-to-head goaltender match. Not have, what about the what, what did the Leafs have when they won the cup in '67? The last time they won the cup in 1967. Well, Bauer lied about his age. Right. There was so, and Sachek was in his 30s. But Rogi Vashon, you see, Rogi was like as Punch called him a junior B goaltender. He was 23. So, and I don't think Gump played in that. Maybe Gump played one of the games. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know how old Gump was. In six games, right? The Leafs yes. won in six against yeah. the Canadians. So, so but it, that, that's the trivia question today is who, head to head, two oldest goalies ever to play. Well, here's be. the problem for Edmonton with Craig Anderson. Oh. He has been lights out in this. He's played unbelievable at Edmonton over the years. One of one of his career, yeah. one of one of the most emotional nights I ever recall being in the NHL was the night he was the first star here. And yeah. memory serves me, Cam Talbot sat on the bench as Anderson skated out, and Cam Talbot sitting on the bench cheering. Right? Yeah, the Oilers. The Oilers played great that night. They yeah. lost two nothing. They played as well as they could have. Uh, <laughs> You can text us at seven eight zero four. Why are you laughing at now? Oh, Somebody, I just, I just Mike, get, are you getting ripped or me? Uh, no, 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 no. Something, something. Another car dealer? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it's it's. It, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. It's it's a it's a media member. Oh, okay. Who's uh, who? I've had a long affiliation with. Uh, talking about uh, parents yelling at games. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, because it's a pet peeve. Of How much time do we have? Well, today you got lots. Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you my one parent yelling story that I have, that I tell publicly. So my son was a goalie uh, and loved the San Jose Sharks. Loved the Sharks. Don't, I don't know why. And you and Mark Spector. Ethan Morrow and uh, yeah, but Ethan Morrow. We were living in, we were yes. living in Toronto. <laughs> He, he loved, and I'm working for the Maple Leafs, okay? And he loved the San Jose Sharks. So, um... You're working for Maple Leaf Sports yeah, Entertainment. Yeah, So, so uh, the Sharks come to Toronto, uh, and he has to meet Evgeny Nabokov. Okay. He has to go meet... And okay. so now I have enough friends... So pull some strings. I have enough friends that at the end of the night, Jake Shannon walks into the dressing room, sitting in the corner, Evgeny Nabokov. Jake, come over. He sits down. Nabokov, by this time, is the last guy in the room. They sit for 20 minutes, the two of them, yeah, yeah. talking goaltending. 12-year-old Jake Shannon, Evgeny Nabokov. By the end of the, by the, end of the meeting, the, the trainer are yelling at, Johnny, get on the bus. Johnny, get on the bus. Nabokov continues to talk. Jake has teal tape, teal stick, teal everything. He's got a b- basket right. full of teal stuff. We get up to leave, and I said, hey, Evgeny, thank you very much. Do, but do me a favor. Please tell Jake sometimes to be a little more aggressive to play out of the blue. Mr. Shannon, one goalie cannot tell another goalie how to play the game. I'm sunk. Next night, we Is go to he our... his teal? Does he got all his teal going on? Well, the next night... He comes out, his team color's blue, okay. but his stick is teal, the tape on his socks are, is teal, everything's teal. And, and he's told everybody on the team, I got to meet Evgeny Nabokov last night and this and that, pictures taken, the whole thing. First three shots, boom, 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 in the net. Down 3 nothing. It's kind of like last night for Thomas Grice. So a certain father stands up and says, Jake! Play out of the blue. 
in the middle of the game, my 12-year-old son turns to me and in a bigger voice than mine says, Evgeny told me to be myself. <laughs> I never said another word the rest of his playing career. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I learned my lesson. You want to hear the Mark Spector S.J. Sharkey story? Sure. So Specs in the studio at the old station, and we had uh, Ethan Morrow and Steve Stales, who's doing a very good job with in Hamilton. Hamilton. Excellent yeah. job as a president role in Hamilton, and uh, they're they're number two. Right? He'll be. I tell you what. He'll, he'll be, be a general manager in the National Hockey League one day. Oh, I, particularly I, when the the owner of the Hamilton uh, Junior Hockey Club owns an NHL team. Well, does he own a quarter of the Montreal Canadiens? He owns twenty one percent. I think. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Michael Landlauer. There we go. Uh, so, so anyhow, they come into the studio, and Speck had just been on, and this is after, oh, this was in the fall of 06. Okay. So the Oilers had beaten the Sharks in six games in round two, and probably shouldn't have won the series, but came back from down 2 nothing. And so Speck went, must have gone on for 20 minutes about the Sharks. And they were, and, and to Merck's credit, they were good. And so Morrow and Stales come in, and they're like, yeah, first thing they say, Morrow, because Morrow always had a little bit, like he, 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 him and Commodore had an exchange at the Battle, Battle of the Alberta tournament. But anyhow, uh, golf tournament. So Morrow goes, hey, where's S.J. Sharkey? <laughs> I'm like, what? And he goes, where's that S.J. Sharkey that was just on in the last segment? We were driving in listening to you. Holy cow. And I said, well, there's no way he was going to do that for you guys. You know that? <laughs> oh, we know that. Yeah, we know that. Specs a good man. So there you go, S.J. Sharkey. Uh, we're doing the Battle of Alberta golf tournament, and... Uh, what's his face? Uh, Commodore is talking about how he won a Stanley Cup with Carolina. And Morrow just cuts it right off. He, uh, we're here at the Battle of Alberta. You didn't win in Calgary. Yeah. We lost you guys in Game 7. And you know damn well if Rolison doesn't hurt, get hurt, yeah. we wallop you in five. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, he just, boom. <laughs> and, of course, it's, you know, Edmonton's a way more popular team. And with all due respect to the Flames, the Flames are in a 70-30 split. In, in, uh, actually, in, I, I spent last night uh, after the game with uh, three guys. Terry Lowen. No, uh, no, uh, different. Um, From Red Deer? This is after this. <laughs> uh, with three guys, live in Calgary, diehard Oiler fans. Yeah. Diehard Oiler fans. So. John, you know what? We just rambled uh, and talked about absolutely. Well, <laughs> you're hey, talking about your sons. Come on now. Don't yell at games. That's the key. Yeah. <laughs> I learned my lesson. <laughs> I, I yelled at a University of Regina player once during a commercial break. I, <laughs> no, not what? as a, as a as the announcer. As the announcer oh, of the Golden that's, Bears. That's worse. Yeah, I was. Tw- I, mean, I was twenty-two at the time. You so. know, you're you're just the play-by-play guy. I know. That's all you are. <laughs> Even now, I get reminded of that every day. I'm just the color guy. John, it was. I, I'd like to say it was great seeing you. It's it's, it's been great seeing you here. So hey, now tomorrow night on television. Okay, tomorrow night on television. Yeah. I know you're wearing a black jacket. Yeah. Please wear a green tie. Why? What's tomorrow? Tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. I know day. what day it is. Tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day, and you're Bobo Stoffer tomorrow, okay? I'm Bobo Stoffer. Bobo Stoffer, because I, I don't have to change my name. Shannon is a good Irish name, but Bobo Stoffer has yeah. to be changed. So, and, and, but, it, you know, wear a green tie. There we go. John, we got to go to break. It's 152 in Edmonton. This day in order's history when we return. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30 Chat. And Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations. they got locations in Calgary and Red Deer as well. Go online, royalpizza.ca, or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stoffer recommendation, Mediterranean Chicken. 
We go to Listian Oilers history. New West Travel. One or two spots left. I think just a couple spots left for our flight uh, through Flair Airlines to go see the Preds play. And now you don't have to do a test when you come back in if you're vaccinated. As of April 1st, $1,750 uh, for the trip. Reach out to newwesttravel.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Uh, 1985, Wayne Gretzky registers an assist on Mike Krushelniski's 38th goal of the season to give the great one 1,100 career points in just 464 games. But the Oilers fall 5-4 to the Kings at the Great Western Forum. Wayne was 24, and he had 1,100 career points. The Oilers were pretty good that year in the playoffs in 85. Voted the number one team of all time, though I tell you right now the 87 team is better this day in oilers history for new s travel 1750 bucks direct flight with flair airlines four nights in the hotel big time uh meet and greet uh not just with nhl types maybe a little bit more uh in uh nashville when we get there reed wilkins says inside sports night what's he got shaken you will hear from kelly rudy from nhl hockey on rogers cfl commissioner randy ambrosi uh, 2022 briar champion brad gushu u of a golden bears goalie nick schneider and a march madness chat with paul sir from basketball alberta and, and uh, canada basketball as well nick schneider former medicine at tiger was in the flames organization for a couple years down in the ahl tomorrow for gcl diesel louis debrusque and for canadian power pack alberta's leader in electrical construction service electrical prefabrication and so Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN. Double goalie tomorrow. We're going to bring aboard Dwayne Rollison as well. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then 6.30 Jet Afternoons with Jay Lynn I. So long, everybody, from Rogers Place. Have a wicked Wednesday. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.